What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Last and Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Digital Relaxation, and we are back again with another episode. Um, and today we have a guest. Uh, you like to introduce yourself? Yes, um, Kendra Crump, aka the HNIC, aka um, rapper, the game, and Nelly's wife. We in a poly <laughs> relationship, aka. Uh, Born and raised in Atlanta, and graduate from Clark Atlanta University. Um, AKA, just, just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm cool. I'm here. It's <laughs> a whole lot of AKAs. That's nice though. But yes. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to go. You know, go big or go home. <laughs> I feel it. All right, all right. So before we get into it, though, um, as always, if you guys enjoy the podcast, what you hear, be sure to share it and all that good stuff. Um, so let's start off late, of course. Um, recently, Thanksgiving has just passed. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, I, I, my family to hell with them, man. I think they <laughs> like they Muslim or something because I know I didn't get man one invite to nobody's house, friend, family, and friends in quotation marks. They all some bull job. Jeez, so you know how that goes. I mean, it's okay, but listen, I realized that you know, if I wasn't, um, if I did not get no invite, I realized that I uh, that I could just go ahead and make my own dinner type thing. Hey, that's it. I actually, I mentioned that too, because like, I know people do, um, I know sometimes people be doing both, I don't know how, but they be doing like those friend giving things, like back to back for Thanksgiving. And I was like... I they got some real good friends, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have not been invited to one of those, but yeah. But yeah, that was also talking about the possibility of people who haven't done either. But like, like I said, it's cool as long as you know, comfortable with yourself and enjoying your own company. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's nice, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, like, do you, have, do you have like really good friends where you guys can like, like they, you know, uh, buy you really nice gifts on your birthday they like literally go all out type of things um all out no um sometimes like it's like hit or miss type thing not hit or miss but like every other year i guess we would like hey get you something then one year just be like all right nothing <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's one of those but I'm like at the point like I've got myself to the point in my life where I don't really like asking people for stuff so I don't really ask nobody for things like I still get weirded out like my parents like ask me like hey you want something I'm like bro I'm still getting things like I don't I don't know I don't know where where that where that stem from um uh well uh my teenage uh being depressed and all that so thinking that I was always alone and whatnot, so I had to like, you know, build myself up and believing that I'm alone, so I don't need nobody. So I stopped asking for things. <laughs> so now it feels weird mm-hmm. if I do ask for things. Mm-hmm. And Got you. yeah, and then I'm at the point now where I can pretty much if I, if I want something, I'll just get it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what was what would you say like this? So that would you say that there were other things that you can say? You say the teenage years, what, like a lot of disappointment. You would say as well, that, um, that that happened for you. Um, no, like, like the first time. Okay, okay, I didn't know if it was like a first time of 
consistent disappointment that you kept having and you're like you know what I don't even care to ask someone <laughs> nah it, it was never about the guests like usually if, like at that time whenever like I, when I was still in that stage of asking for stuff and like usually they would get me what I want or something good if I don't ask for something but it's not it wasn't about the gifts it was just everything that surrounded my whole like experience and my personality and yeah mm-hmm. so it got to that point so now it's like with like when we do like have any Christmas things and they just give me stuff I'm like hey it's a sweater or something I'm like hey cool I guess I mean it's not like I asked for anything so but at least I got something I guess so like I can't complain about it mm-hmm. yeah so what's the best gift that you received thus far like a gift that you didn't think you was gonna get but did like it was in your your thought process um well fortunately i had never gotten like surprise gifts like Mm -hmm. probably since i was a kid so yeah (laughs) like any other gift that if i really wanted it that i knew that i could get it from someone usually i would get it and like so it wouldn't be a surprise that oh you really got this for me thing so mm-hmm. I can't 100% answer that <laughs> what about or what you? about have you, have you ever done like a really a surprise gift for one of your friends or it's like been like hey bro happy birthday type of I'll take you out to dinner on me yeah I did for two two of my friends um one for uh my like he's my cousin uh for his birthday uh we're like wrestling fans so one thing we always wanted yeah so one thing we always wanted when we was kids was wrestling belts and it was like on sale and it was like his birthday around that time too so like hey i just ordered it for him and told him like yeah so he like we were talking we used to be playing xbox or whatever he was like yeah i just got a package from he was like (laughs) so he was hyped about it he sent me a video from unboxing it so it was cool I thought you were gonna say like you wanted to go to WrestleMania. See, so you got two tickets to WrestleMania. Well, we went to uh, SummerSlam together, but that wasn't a surprise thing. That was a planned thing between each other. But I would, mm-hmm. yeah, I would love to go to WrestleMania. Well, uh, personally, me if it, uh, my personal favorite pay per view would be Royal Rumble, but WrestleMania is mm-hmm. like the big one. So either or. Give me your top five favorite wrestlers of all time. Exclude. Oh, exclude. No. Uh Stone Cold, John Cena, and The Undertaker. Go. Um, AJ Styles, uh, Billy Kidman, mm. Eddie Guerrero. I wanna mm. go with Chris Jericho. And mm. Dang, you took away John Cena. That's my, that's my. That's my boy no, that's right everybody's there. Now. I, I know, but I know people hate John Cena. I defend that man to the grave. Really? Yeah, like because people hate how he changed his gimmick. But I like nah, Cena to the death. When did he? Because I started watching wrestling in two thousand nine. So yeah, well before two thousand nine, he was like the rapper dude. Then towards like yeah, I want to say oh eight to. Did 09. you feel like he was being? Did you feel like he was being a wigger? Um. I mean, I, I was I was too young to really look at him like that. As, as as you are, as, as as you gotten older now, do you feel like do you feel like like there is some type of uh, when it comes to WWE, like there's some type of racism that just should have was like we didn't realize it, but we're like, bro, like that was really. I mean, racist. there was. I, I don't I don't think John Cena was one of them, but there's uh, 
definitely one with Vince McMahon did. Prime time. Yeah, wow. Crown time was it was yeah. Bro, I'm like, bro. That's why. That's a piece shab, but yeah. I'm like, bro, y'all really sold out, man. Like yeah. as I got older, I realized <laughs> I was like crime time with the like you know the way they spelled it. It reminds me of people who text you day dad this and them. Yeah. I like come on now. Like <laughs> the fact that y'all and they never ever won a championship, but somebody said <laughs> they stole a championship. I'm like, of yeah. course. Here's here's a racist joke. I said I made this joke with, and I wanted my mother to to, to put this in the newspaper when she used to work for the Atlanta Journal Constitution uh, for the funnies. And she's like, "What's the joke?" It was two of them. The first joke was, "Why why is it that black folks are so good basketball and football?" She's like, "Why? Because we know how to run, shoot, and steal." And <laughs> Lord, wait the second the second joke second joke is um. Uh, what did what did the um, parrot say to the white person? My mom's like, "What, Polly want a cracker?" <laughs> I, I can't put that in there. I can't okay. put that in. Oh, I tried. I will lose my job. <laughs> I gotta go PG with it. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh-huh. yeah, I feel like oh, well, you're not watching wrestling now, but there's like this new group that's like it's like four of them, and they like their gimmick. It's not really a gimmick, but their gimmick is that they're a group of like rappers and producers, but they wrestle as well. And it's like, like I feel like ever since John Cena came, I feel like anyone who does it afterwards, I don't, I don't know. It just don't resonate with me, even though they all black. But it's like I don't know, like that coming to the ring and performing your music and then fighting, like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Kurt Angle actually had did that. Yeah, there was there was a lot of time when people like when John Cena would like battle people in the ring and like yeah, mm-hmm. but that was cool because it was like the whole promo thing like going at each other. But these dudes like genuinely trying to like promote their music while being wrestlers, and I'm like, eh. I didn't know that's what they were doing. I thought it was just part of like the act type of thing. Like I'll tell you this, I actually had um, Hurricane Gregory Hems. Are you familiar yeah. with him? Yeah actually came to my kiosk he left me a tip i'm like shout out to you <laughs> typically i forget to shout these people out because they leave me tips when i have celebrities who don't leave me tips oh i flamed them on my podcast oh god they get flamed on my podcast but with that with that being said um yeah he, he i asked him because i didn't know who he was like at all or anything i you know and i just started talking to him and he told me that, i said what's the craziest fan moment you've had thus far and he said that people have shown up to his house. I'm like, wait, you don't live in a gated community? He's like, no, I live away from the city, like far away from the city that I didn't think that I would need it. So he's like, I literally have to tell people, get like, get the F off my uh, property. I'm like, bro, why does it even have to be like that? I said, how did they even find you? He's like, I don't even know, but they find me. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's not even like, I mean, some people like, yeah, people... I wouldn't say he's huge, like, but he's like, I'm sure he got a solid fan base, but it's like, I don't know. I didn't think he would have a fan base where people That's like. That's probably why I've never heard of him. He's been wrestling yeah. since the early 90s. Yeah, he's been I'm wrestling like, for a while, but I, like. I've never heard of him, though. I've never heard of him before. And like I said, I used to love watching wrestling, but it makes me wonder, right? How are there some entertainers in wrestling who are bigger than others? Like, everyone knows John Cena. Not everybody yeah. knows uh, Gregory Helms. I mean, it depends. Uh, he had one good rivalry with The Rock back in like I want to say 04 but that's when Rock was doing his heel thing and you know anything Rock does is amazing so he got overshadowed that but it was also a time when cause he likes to uh, 
he would change his gimmick randomly. He would play wrestle as himself as Gregory Gregory Helms, and then he'll wrestle as Hurricane like a few years later. So it's like you don't know who was who if you don't really know who the real person is. Mm. Yeah, so like The Rock always been The Rock, John Cena always been just John Cena, but you gonna find like one year he was just Gregory Helms, like just wrestling, looking normal, no makeup or nothing. Then three years later, the Hurricane, you like, oh, who this dude? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's like if you know how to really make yourself like iconic like that, like to be one person always. Then yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah. I just like I said, I kind of wonder like how is that people always know Stone Cold, The Rock, uh, John Cena, and The Undertaker. Nobody yeah, like I said, people saying. aren't like, gonna <laughs> people aren't gonna remember. Nobody's gonna really care. Like if they see Bobby Lashley walking down the street, nobody's gonna run up to them. So it makes me wonder how is that some people get bigger, you know, than than others. It just it kind of makes me wonder about that. Did you ever want to be a WWE like wrestler? Uh, I mean, pretend wrestling, fake wrestling with friends has always been a thing. Um, I would, I would always love to do it, but like, not, to, I don't think I could do it to like a professional level. Like, mm-hmm. just knowing the real work that goes behind it and like knowing how to make spots work and whatnot. It's just, mm-hmm. I'll be too much wanted to just freestyle and go crazy with it. <laughs> Got you, yeah. got you. I was gonna say, what well, what would have been your name? Oh, uh, that's one thing I never really thought about. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I got too many like online names, mainly through like when I play video games and stuff, and my um my rap name as well. So I got a lot of names. That, okay, rap rap name. Yeah. Go ahead, spit a hot hit a hit a spit a hot six. I would say sixteen, but give me a give me a couple freestyle lines. I'll give you mine. <laughs> oh God, no! I don't even use put me on the spot like that I'm not I don't even have anything memorized <laughs> right now I, okay. yeah, no I it's freestyle you never memorize it you just say it you just say something yeah, crazy that's one thing I'm that's, not, a, that's a fun part that's a fun part you it's know, fun so. but it's like freestyling is like hit or miss with me like sometimes I would freestyle like bruh like it's not working then sometimes it would just come out naturally like I don't know it depends on like the whole environment now, would you ever do battle rapping? No. You like battle rapping? I watched it here and there. I don't follow it too heavy, but I like I enjoy watching it sometimes when I catch it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Give me your top top five favorite um, rappers of all time. Exclude. Oh no. Yourself. Cock. Oh. Big and Hove. Um, my favorite rapper. Uh, I have kind of two, but my favorite rapper is Charles Hamilton. Yeah, give me five, give me up to five. Give me up to five. Uh, Charles Hamilton, MF Doom, Andre Three Thousand, Common, and there's a big, big tie between a lot of people for this fifth one. Honestly, but I'm gonna go with Blue. Blue face baby, that not one? blue. B L U. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, you're not talking about nah, that with the with no. who has? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> that that definitely don't float my boat. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, Luda, Ludacris, Three Stacks, Nas, uh, Eminem. 
DMX. I think I was hold on. I said Nas, yeah, Eminem. Yeah. yeah, that was five. Now, have you ever met or seen any of your favorites? And when I say seen, like actually out about somewhere? Um, I've not personally like interacted, but I have went to um a show where Charles Hamilton was like doing like a DJ show. Mm. But that's mostly it. And well, sadly, MF Doom passed away last year, so that's not happening. And yeah, but. Has, whose celebrity uh, death has affected you the most thus far? Um, actually, yeah, like saying MF Doom, um, his death actually bothered me because he's one of the people who got me into like, like, well, there's a lot of people that have been got me into rapping, but when I was going through like my depression phase, music is what got me like to survive, and him was he his music was one of those, so it was like. You know, losing that part of you that helped you out is gone type thing. So that, mm-hmm. that one bothered me. Mm-hmm. What about gotcha. you? I know everyone was sad over Kobe's death. I, the person who affected me the most was, at that time, was... Um, was DMX. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I thought he actually had kicked drugs, man. I really thought he had kicked it. You know, I was like, well, you still own it? Yeah. What? And it, it, it goes to show, like, I really was like, wow, I couldn't believe that, you know? But at the same exact time, you can do only so much for a person. They're going to have to want to help themselves. Yeah. You know, there's only so much you can do. Now, it would have been nice if he would have, you know, definitely been uh, able to defeated but like at the end of the day like he he had to make the decision for himself yeah you know and 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 there's only you know and i don't know i just feel like when when a person if a person real deal like and again like when it comes with drugs some people have to have keep drugs in their system to, to to live you know they're just that dependent but i'm like man i really was hoping that he was going completely end it because he like has so many different resources and everything else like that so to go into that but with like a uh, I guess a philosophical question like what's your idea on like things happening for a reason I guess my idea of things happening for a reason is is that people uh, we often you know try to question God you know on why this ended up happening but you had to be thankful for that it did happen you know more than likely what who, who like what if uh, by him with the ODN, what if that stopped other people from you know drugs and stuff like that like yeah. that could be a positive I, mean, I would try to find a positive no matter what ends up happening yeah because I, I was like like when you look at people like during their final stages and whatnot like despite like what what caused his death it's like seeing like his final interviews and his music it's like he sounded like he was fulfilled with his place in life so it felt like I don't know, like his death kind of came as if you can feel that he was done type thing. Like he felt like mm-hmm. he did it all, but like granted he still had his kids, but it's like, I don't know, like his personal journey felt like it was over. Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. And you know what I think the thing is, right? Have you ever actually known someone who actually was a drug addict or still is one? Um, I well, 
I don't, don't really want to put him on blab with my father. Um, but this was kind of before me, like it was before me and he stopped drugs. I would say a little bit after I was already born, but he was still drinking. Well, mm-hmm. probably what into my like, what I probably like third grade, maybe third, fourth grade when he stopped. So I was in. Uh, was he was he a functional um, alcoholic? Was he a angry? What type of what type of person was he once he was on? Uh, he would he would drink and then he would get real serious with me and my brother about like life stuff and it's like it's one of those things like you trying to teach about about life but you doing this type thing but it's like yeah. And I wouldn't say angry only because I have an older brother. So he would make the mistakes for me to learn from him to not do things. So I wouldn't usually get the brunt of that because I know, all right, my brother is doing something stupid. I'm not going to do something stupid. (laughs) So. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. And what's one life lesson your father taught you that you still take with you today? (sighs) Um, Be humble. Cause like, like I said, everything he been through in life, and like, like I said, just for me to see all his, what his mistakes caused him, and where it brought him, and to see what he built himself out of, and brought himself to, and having his strong, like, you know, his strong connection with God is what got him through everything from his mm-hmm. point of view. So it's like, I definitely see it. Got you. Got you. And do you know why? What made your father uh, go cold turkey on the alcohol? Um, uh, his body just finally started telling him, like, "Yo, <laughs> you keep this up, it's not gonna look good for you." <laughs> it was just he got his warning. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. You know what? And that's the thing, right? Like, I've never came across anybody who actually was an alcoholic. I've never come come across anybody who was a God a uh you know drug addict or anything else like that i've seen people i went to school with and then it's like five years later i'm like how is that you look older than i do yeah you know like people i'm telling well then let me tell you something i've done a lot of drugs in my life right <sighs> but the difference between me and a lot of and, and probably 98 percent of the rest of the world i've done it only one time because i knew it was not something i was supposed to be doing oh you've done multiple you know? drugs but like once yes that's uh, for because i just wanted to see what the hype was about uh, okay, <laughs> okay. That's, that's pretty much it so that's that's pretty much how that how that happened with me and and you know um i just would not want to i just like i said i just i understand like sometimes it can lead you to depression like depression but i think for me whenever i was depressed i would just sleep or i would try to go masturbate yeah sleeping sleeping to me was was an easier method than going to go flick the beam yeah i gotta be quiet once the release was coming, I gotta be quiet. I'm like, yeah, let me just go take a nap. Yeah, just go take and let me be in dreamland. <laughs> yeah, for me it was like just just being locked up in my room, not wanting to deal with nobody, and just I don't know. They're like literally, like you have like an imaginary friend. Um, not so much a friend. I just like to. I think a lot, but 
doing that during depression is kind of the worst thing to do. So I had to find different things to think about, I guess. So that's how I started. How was how was how was having imaginary friends something that isn't? You said that's that's the worst kind of thing to do. No, I said um, be, like being alone with your thoughts during depression. Oh, the worst thing to do. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah, I, like, and I don't mind the devil's playground. Yeah, so I want. That's why I st- I'm like. This is why I do a lot of things I do now. So it's like to have an outlet. You know, I started doing music like so I can rap about how I was feeling. I like I'm doing my podcast to talk about my experience and stuff and share it. And hopefully, it's whoever hears it and is possibly going through it knows that it's possible to get out of it. But. At the time, going through it, just sitting there, like, oh, going to sleep for me was actually the worst thing. Like, going to sleep for school, I hated it. Because, like, you know, I spent all my time playing Xbox with my friends. We all laughing. So as the Xbox go off and I'm in my bed in the dark, it's over. Nothing but dark thoughts. <laughs> it's like, damn. When did, when did you realize, like, when was your moment where you wanted to drop out, drop out of school? Like, when was that moment for you? Um, if you were done with school, what grade were you in? Um, not so much drop out. The f- first time I think just I stop, re- stop going. I just wanted to stop. Going. Yeah, the first time I realized that I think I probably wanted to quit and just yeah stop trying. I think I was, I was actually already in college at this time. Probably my oh, what was your major? Uh, the graphic design. Um, but so but like my first two years was just doing like basic reading and math stuff and history and all that so it took a while till i got to like actually doing my art stuff so like by the time i was there and i was like bro this not there's nothing interesting about this and i was just like i fell three classes um like i was yeah i was like i'm done i can't even try it no more i'm done but then Okay. Life, like I said, though when things happen for a reason, or the certain people come to your life, and certain people leave your life, and just I don't know, it just clicked for me to just say, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm here, I'm gonna finish. Yeah, that was that. Mm-hmm. Got you. Do you still keep in contact with any of your classmates or so? Um, a few. But that was a, I don't want to say a rocky relationship. It was, it was weird for me in my point of view, for me, cause I, I don't know their story, but for me, in my point of view, uh, once I, cause I was in a little rap group in high school. We was all together. It was a group of us. What was y'all's name in the rap group? Uh, TMG track mafia group. Okay, who came up with the name? Uh, the main head, um, which currently his rap name is Manson. Uh, if you want to check him out, mm-hmm. so we was all a group and whatnot and rapping. And then once we all graduated from high school, it was like I don't know. It was as if they just all stopped talking to me. <laughs> like almost. Hey, a- you know what? That that's like I said, man. People are full of mess, man. People are full of. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Women don't really last with me. Okay, women, men, I think people in general. My tolerance, you know, I learned that as time progressed, your tolerance for people just gets lower and yeah, lower. Yeah, definitely. You know, so that that to me is, like, for me personally, um, 
people who if you don't tell me happy birthday i'm working on this if you don't tell me happy birthday and i told i tell people the day before it's on my social media i post pictures you have no excuse okay i've had people from prison call me to tell me happy birthday i've had people out of the country i had this girl who was on her way she was in labor and she told me so what does that go to show you i don't know like I try, How do you not tell yeah. a person happy birthday? Oh man, I've been going through yeah, some things. I'm, I'm sorry. I try Bro, not. Like, I try not to judge them on that, but like still, it's like I you feel like judge yeah, because I feel like people take people. things for granted. Like like I said, like. We were fortunate enough to go through the era of seeing how technology advanced to this point where we went from having to log into dial-up to now text messages damn near instant. It's like, you can't be that busy just to type happy birthday. Just talk. You can put, you, I don't care. I don't yeah, give a damn if you just, put HBD yeah, dog on it. <laughs> That's like two seconds over your time and you can forget I'm about it. I'm telling you, man, people people are just, you don't have to sit here and put no thesis statement how much yeah. you like me. Cut, 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 save it, okay? I don't, yeah, care I don't want the whole essay. Like, bro, we've been through a lot. <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you feel about, this has been a debate that I've seen on Facebook where people have said you must be some type of desperate if you out here posting your cash app on your birthday. How do you feel about that? Uh, like I said, for me, like I said, me personally, I just, I don't like asking for anything, so, but money specifically seeing, is something seeing, I don't seeing like pe- asking Seeing about. people like, yeah, who post like, here's my cash app, send me something for my birthday. How do you, yeah. how do you feel about that? When you see that? I feel like... I don't know. Like I look at them definitely a certain way, as if like, bro, like, really, <laughs> like strangers. Like, why, you don't why even do you, have friends you, to give you things. Like, maybe, maybe their friends are broke, and they just, you know, maybe yeah. I don't know. But like, why you gotta go to random people? Like, I don't even know you. You want me to you? like send me something? Like, uh. because maybe, maybe I'm I'm play devil's advocate. Okay, maybe the random person who they don't know is gonna be the one to give them ten thousand dollars just because you know strangers believe in you faster than your own friends. Strangers yeah, oh, will definitely, help you out faster. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm just saying maybe. I know. I, I know. That's I understand what I said. From your like depending from different. Like also depending like what it is you doing or not. Like I said for me. All right, so I got this the best example. Um, so I've been rapping since 2011. Um, never really one thing I always struggle with even when I do my podcast and everything is getting feedback or anything like some kind of support from like friends and whatnot telling me hey you should do this or do that or I like this or like that like they barely even like listen to my stuff I met this dude well not met but online um, from UK this man bought my projects like the fact that he financially supports me and my friends that I, like some of them I grew up with came and tell me like yo this song was nice I'm like eh <laughs> so yeah I don't it's sometimes it's not the closest ones who really supports you type thing it's like just mm-hmm. other people real like you don't understand you don't know how you affect other people like cause like yeah like we we're like no you been with someone for so long that it feels like you don't owe them nothing type thing so someone who's new and like oh i like this guy message i like his music i'm gonna support him like but still mm-hmm. like all i ask for is like some kind of like feedback at least i'm not telling you to go crazy over me <laughs> I think the thing is people don't like I said man you can't expect much from people people are some of the most I remember there I had a my teacher asked me a question when I was younger 
I'm not well not well yeah of course I was younger but uh, like not too too young but I remember my teacher in college had asked the question she would have a daily school meet twice a week and she would have a you know a weekly question one of them was what is something that you used to like when you was younger not anymore and at the time my answer was Jerry Springer right but now it's people people <laughs> Yeah, and when someone told me that, I bust out laughing, and then I was like, "Bro, people ain't that bad." But <laughs> we, we, we. This is when I was graduating high school, so like I should have known people were, were. This was just the beginning. This was the calm yeah. before the storm, yeah. right? And so I'm like, "Bro, some people can be I'm, that." Customers always right. It's a bunch of bull crap. Like, like, who can't created that? Because you know, know. Pe- you know, there are some. Have you ever, have you worked in customer service before? You never worked in customer service. Um, half like I didn't have to really like my job didn't rely on dealing with people but there's been times where people came up to me got you well what would you say that you have you done pretty well like have you always passed the test uh for the most part um there's been times where it's like if you like haven't been in a certain area of the store for a while and they're like hey do you know what this i'm like oh dude i forgot <laughs> i'll be saying they're looking stupid but most of the times i'm like yeah i hope I, I always try to help them out the best i can but i don't try to like once they try to go into like technical things i'm like yeah that's not i'm not that dude i'm going to find someone else mm-hmm. got you well yeah, like I said, people, uh, like, I think everybody at some point should work in customer service. There have been folks who literally will sit here and try to, who will act a fool just so they can get something for free. Yeah. And, it, and it's worked. It really has worked. And I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that it's worked. Like, have you ever witnessed that? Like, just, just being a, like, a random bystander? I, one thing I, like, kind of witnessed when, like, when you start working for a job that, requires you to kind of like somewhat cater to people it, it makes you feel like like the customers look at employees as people like you're not a person anymore like they just expect you to always handle their demands and fulfill their needs type things like bro like sometimes i don't know things sometimes like i forget things or i'm how about i'm new <laughs> i don't know yet it's like they expect you to know that you don't know they just start you know attitude and like bruh like what if the roles are reversed how would you like this mm-hmm. got you got you but yeah like what what would you say was the worst job you've um work that ever had that you said never in the mall uh that was terrible and it was like it's like one of those things where like you came at the right time to see it become terrible because I had a like a good supervisor he was cool like you know but he's very like disciplined so he know how to like make sure you work but he was cool then like you know problems uh the boss of the store was cool and then they both left and we got a new boss and she was just just making all these weird changes and demands and basically treating our um department like trash like we were like the low end of the chain and it was just like yeah and then not to mention that like the like the equipment we had was barely non-existent and non-functioning but we had to deal with like the high demand of customers it was annoying and lo and behold Sirius has closed down <laughs> so 
<laughs> it's like one of those I got out when I needed to. Got you. Got you. Um, what was your final strike with Sears where you said I'm getting the hell out of here? Um, well, fortunately, I, I didn't work there long enough to have that moment. Um, so it was just it was just being like I said, just seeing all of the changes that would be made. And was like, all right, like, this is not cool. Like literally seeing like you got the good. And then five seconds later, the badge came out. nowhere, and I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. Yeah. You know what? You, I think, I think I, Walmart, man. <laughs> that's a 13th grade level high school. Burn the management of that place down. Okay, they are all horrible. All of them are horrible. Got a couple managers that are they okay? They they okay? The rest of them are horrible. I ain't came across they okay managers because yeah, I wasn't uh, the, the horror like. Like I'm telling you, it's like high school. I worked in the fitting room, clothing department. Never the cashier, you know, person. But the fact of the matter is, is that I had to um, had to deal with, you know, everybody sleeps around with each other, right? Oof. Okay, that's already bad. You got managers sleeping with their empl- uh, employees. That's bad as well. Um, you have have the drama that was just involved in the front. The drama in the front was like in the cashiers and everything else like that. That was crazy as well. Um, I just, you know, like I said, man, they, they literally will sit here and give you loads. They want you to follow that rule of the, the, I think within 15 feet rule, which is like, if you see a customer within 15 feet, you have to help them. Oh, now yeah. they, you're supposed to walk that customer to whatever department that they want you to walk them to. You can do that. Right. But what happens is if you end up doing that on your way back, you're going to get stopped by 10 people. Yeah. You have to help them and you're not going to be able to go to your, to your department to finish up, you know, what you have to finish up with. Yeah. Like I said, it's it to me. It's like whoever started that that rule. Like you can do all that, but they're gonna write you up if you do not do what they tell you to do. Yeah, those companies that pride themselves on the customer service. I'm like, I I had to work at Home Depot, and their motto, I guess, is called first. Um, I forgot the whole thing, but it's like you find like they literally like the first letter is fine. Like they want you to actively go out looking for people to help them. I'm like, bro, that's not. It's not my job. <laughs> like I'm just here to mm-hmm. stock the shelves. <laughs> like, so like I hate it when like customers come down, and that's why I stopped wearing my apron. Like after a year, <laughs> like yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna look like a regular dude who just happened to be messing around with the equipment here. <laughs> like I'm just tired of like dealing with people who asking me questions. Oh, wait, and and you know, I, after before I left Walmart, right? They literally um you had to wear a certain uniform. Now you can wear whatever you want as long as you have your vest. Yeah. Like I will wear the uniform and there will still be people be like, "Hey, like after I'm off, they're like, "Hey, I got a question." I'm like, "I'm what? They're like, "Don't you work?" And I'm like, "I do, but I'm off the clock." Okay, even though you off, I got a question. I'm like, "No, I got to mm, mm, I got to go." I got Like I couldn't even shop there afterwards. Yeah. My favorite part was when I would be in Target and I would be like off, you know, I wouldn't even be working in Target, but people would be like come up to me, had this old man. He's like, "Hey, where's the da-da-da-da, whatever?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Don't you work here?" I'm like, and I'm looking at my Tupac shirt 
I'm looking down. I'm looking back up him. I'm like, do I work? He's like, yeah, you work here, right? And I'm like, no, I, I was. I'm shopping. He's like, oh, I thought you worked here because you you folded that shirt. <laughs> oh man, and I was like, no, I, I'm just folding a shirt because that's what you're taught to do. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> just looking just, like you work here. Up. I'm like, bro, like you don't come in here with a game plan. <laughs> like just get in the store, know where you got to go and get out. Just, I just like I hate when people do that, man. Like you don't realize how dumb people are until you work for you know in customer service. Yeah. Like you know, some things just it's ridiculous. Yeah, especially I'm um, going back to when I was working at Sears. We had this thing where uh, they would order an item online, but they would come to pick it up, and sometimes it would be like big items that you had like bring it out with a forklift. Not a forklift on my hand mm-hmm. truck. And they come with like this small car that it does not fit in. And it's like, bro. So we over here looking stupid trying to fit this huge thing in the car. And they're like, oh, well, I'm going to come back with another car. Like, Why didn't you come with that car in the first place? <laughs> mm-hmm. Lord. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. People people are weird. <laughs> no, they, they, no, they are. You know, and like I said, I just, I really, um, I don't know. I, I, I really just find it kind of hilarious like I guess that's why I just want to work for myself I don't want to work for anybody else I don't want to sit here and do um I want to sit here and just do the same manual labor and keep getting disrespected by like multiple people like I just I don't care for any of that yeah have you thought about working for yourself um I uh I mean, yeah, because definitely one thing I have noticed about myself is I don't like being told, like constantly being told what to do about, like, I just don't, I don't know, I just don't like authority, I guess, like, it bothers me, like, I feel like you're, like, questioning my, my intelligence, like, constantly having to be on me and telling me to do things, especially when it's, like, when you work at a place long enough where you have your own rhythm and then somehow i don't know we got like a new supervisor or whatever and he just comes and like changes stuff and then trying to like enforce and i'm like so yeah i definitely like because you know just doing my own thing it'll just be more simple for me <laughs> have you um ever almost swung on your um or got into an argument with your uh uh, like a manager um no <laughs> um luckily because of my you know my journey through life i got to the point where i try not to get i try not to let my emotions like take over anymore like i talk like this like the whole day with people like i try not to if i get upset i won't show it because i always, i already grew up when i was younger with like anger problems like I'll, you know, get angry easily when I was young. Did you punch holes in the wall? Uh, not in walls, but I would hit family, like, people. Like, my cousin get me mad, I'll fight him. My brother get me mad, I'll fight him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I try to... I don't think I can handle verbal. That's why it's like, <laughs> like, you really got a problem. It's either you gonna do something about it or just shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I try not to argue. <laughs> yeah, arguing is is exhausting, you know. Yeah. But you got some people out here who don't 
want to to start their day. Like they they have to. They don't feel like their day is complete unless they do argue. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm like, you need to go get some mental help. Definitely. Like, why do you why do you want to start? Like, why 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 yeah. why is are you okay with this? Yeah, especially like yeah. Like, have you ever dated a girl who literally was that level of like toxic? Um. No, usually if we did get into arguments, it would be, I guess, mutual. It wouldn't be so much that, like, oh, she's constantly starting it. It would just be that just, we just always disagree about something. And it would just, like, all right, this is this. Yeah, it was just one relationship where we were just constantly disagreeing with everything that we liked about different things or disliked about different things. It was like, all right, <laughs> this is not good. Got you. Got you. Yeah. That's good. Like I said, that that it didn't, you know, go that far as far as with you trying to, um, you know, you guys are both on America's Most Wanted, yeah. you know, and all that other type of mess. Yeah, that's what's definitely. That's why, I, like, I, I tried to, like, you know, keep myself composed because not that I know that I would never be like physically abusive, but I don't want to ever lose my like my temper just trying to. Prove myself right to my partner or whatever. It's like, it's like I do have times where I argue with someone, but it's like it's one of those arguments. Like we both know our personality, so it's like we know it would never get there. But we just like to like argue just because like we like to prove each other wrong for the fun of it type thing. But it's like we still annoyed at each other, so it's one of those. Like you have a good understanding of how you guys work. Like arguments really shouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's true. No, that's actually very true. Um, I'd be nice, you know. Like everybody wants the same, like honesty, loyalty, respect, communication, right? Yeah. But it's like, why don't people give that? You know, like why? I understand nobody's gonna be perfect, but like, come healed. I didn't do nothing to you. <laughs> don't know. That's how I look at that. It's just that mutual relationship like you know who I am you know what I do like you know what you came here for <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> do you do you know what type of woman that you want to eventually have in due time uh, that's a tricky question because I'm at the point of my life now where I'm kind of done with dating <laughs> and like just as I'm like is it because oh. you, the, the type of women that keep coming you know across like you keep running into are full of feces no it's one thing it's like I, it's one of those things that you uh well depending on your mindset so of course when i was younger like i had the mindset that maybe it was my fault because like it's constantly the same thing happening to me with like oh the relationship is good whatever and then they would do something shady behind my back or whatever and then they always do that s- simple like once we are broken up or whatever and we like just normal friends and they do that simple like oh you're like you're so sweet and whatever but i'm like but you ruined the relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> so it went from that to now it's like i feel like not to like not to be like on some high horse i feel like i don't think there's any female that can deal with me so it's like i try to like just not do it anymore like if i get into a relationship like they gotta pursue me i feel like because it's like mm-hmm. putting in all that energy to finally get you and then you the one who do something wild it's like 
I'm the one who went for this. Uh, I like I'm the I'm the stupid one here. So, like you went for me. Like I know how I'm gonna be in a relationship. Like once you get me, you like you know I'm not gonna do nothing wrong to you. I'm not gonna do nothing foul. But yeah, so at this point I'm kind of done on my end on trying to like find another girl and please don't remember that nerve. Do you uh, have you felt like you met your soulmate? Um, I've met someone very, very close to me. I don't want to know. I don't want to say my soulmate, but someone that, mm-hmm. um, like the love, I feel like it will never go away for that person, um, at all. Um, the relationship. They know this? Yeah, definitely. Like, our bond is very gotcha. strong together, but dating each other is not in the cards for us. I'll, I will say at least now I don't know if it's a future thing but right now that's not something for us we're just yeah chilling Actually, but y'all ain't doing no situationship are you nah nah nothing like that just okay I had this one guy say to me not too long ago he said so let's do um he said he wants to do everything in a relationship without actually being in a relationship I said what's the point of that he's like I just don't want a relationship I'm like so what happened I don't want to talk about it <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. sir 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 like I, I, I would ask him questions about like his life and you know who he is as a person and everything else like that and he was like very reserved and like I just don't want to you know share this type of information you know to you or whatever else it may be and I'm like okay well what is your purpose like you gotta open up at some point you have to open up honestly yeah um that's one thing too like I don't want to say that I'm like that's not my thing but I like also don't really like titles either but I guess it depends on who I'm with like like I said like this person like if me and her was to ever get together I feel like calling her my girlfriend would be an insult because of how strong our bond is at this point it's like just call your wife then why don't y'all go get married <laughs> yeah but that's uh, that's that gotta be a mutual thing I don't think she nearly there yet at all with me but like I said, like so, if like somehow it just happened to happen, I'm like yeah, like we went through all of this, and you're just my girlfriend, it just feels weird. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, like like I said, that's that's why it's all about communication yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. But, that's what that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. But so for you, you what you are doing, comedian, and like on the side, or that's like your full time passion thing. Full time passion that's no, I'm not getting paid for. <laughs> no, what made you no. decide to do that? I never really met someone who does it like personally. The reason I started getting to comedy is because I had a lot of people tell me I was funny. So I started via Snapchat and it was um back in twenty sixteen and at the time I was like, Hey, welcome back to the Kendra Crumb show. But at the time it was like little Kim's um a hardcore album which actually I wrote some of those lyrics but like we've been beefing since the 90s and I told her that's why you look like a character from Saw you need to put my name on those credits oh god all character um anyway it's mean uh so with that being said I um yeah I, I pretty much uh decided to uh 
me up on um, IG, late 2017, uh, early 2018, import my videos on there, and I started jumping on people's podcasts. Because, you know, podcasting is like the new radio. You can be heard yeah. anywhere. Since October 2020, I've been on like 800 podcasts at this point. Sheesh. Not playing no games yeah. at all. I'm trying to Absolutely. I'm trying to finally get to the point where I can start like getting myself out there on getting more guests and being guests. Like I did one whole year of this podcast just for the most part by myself. I had like a few guests here and there, but it was strictly just me. So but what are you doing to actually make get yourself out there? Um, I'm trying to like find because my podcast because like I join like groups and other websites and like my podcast is weird to categorize because when I first started it it was supposed to be um like it was supposed to be an off-brand of a, of a podcast I originally started with a co-host of mine which was like a gaming podcast so I wanted to basically take that and expand on it we're talking about video games and anime and all the other stuff that I'm into so mm-hmm. but then as time goes by I started talking about my personal life mental health self-love and all of this so now it's like when you search my podcast uh, especially on like Apple Podcasts it will still say video game on the tagline and like at this point I barely talk about video games so it's like it's hard for mm-hmm. like when people find my podcast and they're like I don't talk about that but yeah so it's like tr- it's like trying to properly market Hey, this is what I do. This is what I talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, I mean, like I said, I think joining a group, that, that's how I ended up coming across you. Joining a group is definitely something that I think um, is very important. Yeah. That way you can reach out to yeah. people. That's what I do. I just shoot my shot and I hope, uh, hope it works out for me. Yeah. Which I'm glad this is working now because like I don't know if I was having like some kind of guest curse or whatever. Like I tried to have like two other guesses beforehand and one like reasons for another just haven't worked out. Like uh so but like I said I'm trying to be more like I guess assertive with like trying to get guests now. Like before it was like, alright, it didn't happen. Alright, good thing I already had like a Cause I got, cause one thing when I would try to like plan my guests, like when it be like friends or whatever, and then they would like flake on me last minute type thing. Trying to come up with a whole episode last minute sucks. So I tried to like have a solo episode just in case this didn't happen, like type thing. So, but now I'm trying to be more like have it planned. Like I'm not trying to strict people to a schedule, like. When I do my solo episodes, I record on a specific day, but like whenever we are both available, we can do it. And whenever I, the upload time, I'll put it up. I turn to like, mm-hmm. I need people, it. People are like, you better, you better start doing a no call, no show. That's, yeah. You know, no call. Yeah. No show, no fee. You know, that's what you need to start doing. Yeah. You start doing that, man. People will take advantage of you. I, I'm, I'm a one time person. I used to sit here and keep running after people and, just don't have time for that. Yeah, I, I just do not like, have I can, time. Yeah, like because I could easily like just text them or message them back. Like, hey, you guys still want to come back on? Like, if they really want to come on, they they can come. <laughs> I'm not gonna hunt you down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's not like either you want to come or you don't. Yeah. 
like that would be cool I, like i think we would have a good episode but uh, if, if not meant to be like who's again if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be mm-hmm. oh, yeah exactly exactly um so you um do do like anything else besides like social media comedy or like stand up do you have a goal of trying to like have your special or be in films or something um besides doing stand up no uh, not, nothing else I mean if the, if the filming comes it'll, it'll definitely uh definitely come you know if it comes and everything else like that yeah so that's the thing about that that's definitely what I would you know want to happen at some point and everything else like that so yeah because there's always you know, that thing with like comedians like oh like their stand-up is okay but they are great in movies or vice versa it's one of those things too it's tricky because mm-hmm. other people are like writing your jokes i guess yeah i mean like i try to write my own jokes i try to just you know freestyle off the dome and everything yeah with it. that's cool that's, that's, what I try that's to do. like like yes yeah, like being naturally funny that's something like I always like you know for my family members to myself that's one thing I always have it done but like I always like to sit there and come up with jokes that I know that's gonna make you laugh I feel like I couldn't I couldn't ever type thing like I don't know Mm -hmm. but that's great that you're doing it though of course of course yeah yeah like I said I feel like whatever your dream is just go after it don't be afraid just go after it yeah that's basically been my thing like especially with my music like if you like listen to my songs like damn it almost every line i would say big dreams because that's like something i promote like going after your dreams and doing something like definitely that's what like i said i do like i would never imagine me doing the podcast because like for me personally i'm not very uh, like a much outspoken person like that so the f- i was always always thought the idea of me having to sit here in a room with a mic in my face just talking to myself we're like I don't think it's gonna work but here I am <laughs> like a year later into this like and I'm loving it here you are did you do a one year anniversary yeah I did I did celebrated my one year and that was great because uh, the episode came out the day before the actual anniversary so it was good timing good timing yeah I tried to, um, cause I don't know why I thought of Wednesday. I just decided Wednesday, but I do my episode like every two Wednesdays. But when I first started, I was doing it like weekly, but then I realized I'm like, like I said, I was trying to do, I was talking about video games and anime, but it's like, it's only so much I can talk about in a weekly time span. So I, I was like, all right, doing two weeks. <laughs> so two weeks been good for me so far. Like it's me time to like, properly advertise the episode too like it's just advertising the episode on top of each other like hey here's episode one here's episode two like damn like some people don't see the episode one feed when you like post it in groups and whatnot so you gotta like remind them that yeah this episode came out so like i'm over here competing with my own show like yeah of course of course um, but you also do your podcast too. What made you want to do that? 
I have a lot to say. I saw remind July 2019. I have a lot to say. You can't really get, you know, canceled on your podcast and, <laughs> you know, people can unfollow, but I just say, let me say what I have to say on my mind and, and go from there. Basically. That's why it's like, that's, that's where yeah, I'm at with it. Yeah, it's like a love hate relationship with me. Like I said, like, I'm like getting to the point where like you're just fed up with people, but one of the reasons why and like i've been more opening up with myself is like because i didn't have someone to talk to me about these things so it's like i know what it's like to go through it i know how to get out of well, my personal journey of how i got through it it's so like i want to share that with you and let you know it's possible because not everyone has somebody so it's like even though i don't like people but it's like here i am trying to like help people <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. No, I understand. Yeah, that's the journey we in. <laughs> that's right, that is. Um, have you been like since you started comedy stuff? Like, you've been like studying or like, you know, like watching certain like films or stuff to like see how other comedians do it, or you just been strictly on you? Uh, I, I I started watching like certain comedians. Like I'll give you a few that I like. I like Arnaz J, Carlos Miller, uh, Steve Harvey. But I um you know I never really tried like real deal studying after them. You know just kind of maybe like checking out their delivery and how they go about with that. That's pretty much it with that. So other than that, I never um you know because delivery is important. Delivery is important, but going to comedy shows it, it helps a lot with it as well yeah so yeah that's cool uh, damn Steve Harvey I mean I seen um, I only seen his uh, I think it was the King of Kings that film I only seen that stand- King of Comedy yeah King mm-hmm. of Comedy I only seen that one so I wasn't uh, too big on how he does on stand up I only know him from like shows and movies but it was cool but it was like you can kind of see like his personality it's like you can see where he's going like he always does that Um, he does that generational gap type joke where he talks about hey, man the kids these days don't know nothing about this like we like, uh, like, <laughs> hear it coming from like a mile away mm-hmm. but yeah so interesting though um i feel like i guess it'll be the same like for like the doing music like the people i listen to and like oh but for me that was a problem because like my favorite rapper charles hamilton like the things he would rap about was like some of the things i was going through emotionally and i'm like he says it so well how the hell can i say it <laughs> so like just discouraging mm-hmm. you how the hell i'm supposed to like write my story but he does it for me I guess so yeah it's tricky don't want to f- be like oh this person sounds like this person or this person do jokes like this person or whatever exactly yeah exactly that's what like when my I mean my music tastes like I definitely don't sound like nothing that's like now I don't try to do trends but I don't know so I don't try to make it myself sound like oh I'm trying to capture the the wave I guess people would say so, mm-hmm. but I'm like there's definitely influence of like the people I listen to and whatnot. it's just I can't rhyme like them but like 
how like the point and the message that they're trying to get across i'm like yeah i feel that exactly yeah um but well i know we talked about it but uh because christmas is coming out you doing any special surprise gifts for any of your friends or family or is that another solo event if I if I get invited somewhere, that'll be good. I, I would like to do, you know, I always wanted to have a job where you can have like a Christmas party, but no, not, nothing at all. And <laughs> then not even a job. <laughs> my job ain't my job ain't that cool. I ain't never had a job like that. So yeah, nothing at all. Jeez, yeah, be like that. Uh, yeah, like I said again for me, I like I don't know, like my mother gonna like randomly text me like, hey, what you want for Christmas? Like, uh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I don't, I don't be saying they're mm-hmm. thinking of like writing my list out. <laughs> like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And this is oh this yeah the end of getting close to the end of this year. Probably the final month. Um, I'm gonna do like a wrap up um year like on like my podcast is gonna be like towards the end of the December so I'm doing one then but since you're here like how you felt about this year for you personally and overall in life like with all the stuff that be going on I mean the year's been cool I you know uh, no no real big losses people you know I would say left you know different people leaving my life which I didn't want them to leave but I already had foreseen it you know <laughs> Um, that's pretty much, pretty much it with that. So yeah, nothing, nothing too uh too much with that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty much this year has been cool. I, this year is just, you know, you have some wins, you have some losses, but hey, that's pretty much it with that. Yeah, I feel you. Definitely been feeling like that, like towards the end of the year, like a lot of challenges coming and slowing things down and then a lot of good things just came like oh okay alright it's not that bad <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah well yeah I'm gonna elaborate on all of that on that episode <laughs> but yeah that's cool though long as you know keep high spirits just keep motivating doing what you gotta do staying true definitely try to bring in a new year with something uh great as well yeah definitely but yeah um you have anything you want to add on and chime in i mean it's gonna be good no i just i really just appreciate uh you know we finally got a chance to make it happen you know and and i'm sure you your audience got a chance to know you know a lot more about you um and and everything else like that the things that you probably haven't spoken about so yeah i just i just appreciate you uh just making it happen so there it is Always. for me yeah, definitely appreciate you coming on like i said like trying like a lot of trial and error with getting other people so i'm glad that i can have someone like that's not a close friend of mine to, to join the podcast and hear about you know your story and your personality whatnot Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely, you know that that's the cool thing about you know networking. You get a chance to reach out to folks and see, uh, you know, meet new people and all that good stuff. Yes. So sir. yeah, 
Um, so uh, one thing, this might be on the spot, but I don't know if you can do it. But one thing I tend to do on my podcast is do a question of the day where I will ask the audience a question, depending on whoever we talked about on the podcast. Or if you have just your own questions, if you have one, you can ask them. All right. Um, I'll give you five. Oh. Uh, what's the perfect temperature for you? In terms of what? Uh, Fahrenheit, Celsius. Oh, actual weather temperature. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect temperature for me. Oh, jeez. I don't. Uh, damn, because I feel like we had one recently too. It's like when it's cold, but like it's not breezy. Like. I like I feel like when there's days when it's like it's beautiful outside, but that wind hits you makes it feel like it's extremely colder than it should be. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like when it's just nice and chill, and like the wind is not killing you. Like, that's a good mm-hmm. like, temperature for me. Like, it's just maintainable. Like, yeah. What about okay. you? 80 degrees is good with me. <laughs> you just like the heat. I do. That's funny, yo, because my mother, like, she's born, like, in the Car- Car- Caribbeans and whatnot, but she hates mm-hmm. the heat. <laughs> and I'm like, that's like, no. That should be, like, your natural element, but she hates it. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I like the heat. It's, it's nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one country you like to go to that you uh, have not been to? Uh, my typical weeb answer Japan <laughs> before well, well gladly I was blessed to go I mean I would always like to, like to revisit but you said I haven't been to but before my answer was gonna be Puerto Rico but I finally went there cause I'm mixed between Puerto Rican and Trinidadian I've been to Trinidad multiple times in my life so I was glad to say we finally go there but Japan is definitely one place I would love to go for obvious reasons. <laughs> All right, that's two. Um, let's say you make a guaranteed twenty thousand dollars a week. A guaranteed. Oof. How many hours and how many days a week would you like to work? But you have to still go to work. How many hours and days would you like to work? Oof. Um, honestly, I'm cool with the typical like nine to five hours. Only be. Only because, like I said, I'm at the point in my life where I don't have a lot of people in my life. Like, I don't need to, like, plan my day out and make sure I got to make time for certain people. So, like, you know, I don't got no problem, like, working, like, a good mm-hmm. day to work of time, you know, and having time for myself. As long as I got time for myself, that's important. Like, I don't want to be overworking myself and then. I get home and it's like, all right, well, time to go sleep and do it again type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from 12 to 6 p.m. 12. Those are days I work at 12 p.m. Yeah, to 6. All right. All right. <laughs> cool. Um, Number four. How many, how many girlfriends is too many girlfriends for you to entertain? At the same time? At the same time. Uh, one? <laughs> Especially with, like, the girls I've dealt with, like, 
Nah, nah, that's too much personality. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, one is enough. And I'm already, like I said, I'm already at the point where none is enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you? Well, how many partners is enough for you? I don't know. I'll have to find out. <laughs> that's the answer. I'll just have to find out. <laughs> just have to find out. So are you open to, like, dating multiple? Poly relationship. I can do a poly lifestyle. <laughs> All right. All right, last one, last one. If you could live on one TV show, no oh god, past present, what would that TV show be? Uh, live action or got to anime? <laughs> it, like it could be like a sitcom, sitcom TV show. Jesus, I don't really watch a lot of shows nowadays. So it would be something just back in the day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be something like old school uh TV shows I don't know like maybe movies I could give you answer TV shows I would have to think more about that one okay give me a movie that you like so you know you would have wanted to play alongside of that movies there'll be a tie between um how high um American Pie, specifically American Pie 2, and probably House Party 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those. Okay. Yeah. I would just want to live on the Fresh Prince, the first season. Yeah, I was going to say Fresh Prince as well. Like that, that's like one of the obvious ones. But I, yeah, like specific seasons, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. It's a fun fact, though. Uh, Fresh Prince is probably one of the few shows that had an episode that actually made me cry. <laughs> because of that scene, that scene from with uh, Will and his father, right? Actually, no, not that scene. Um, it was the scene where um, where um, Carlton went into Will's locker to take drugs, and he he got sent to the hospital for it. So it was that scene when he was doing his apology when they found out that it was him. That yeah. Mm-hmm. That one, that one got to me. Got you. Yeah, that that was that. Yeah, that I shed a couple tears. Yeah, because they were like, oh, like you get like Uncle Phil giving him all these gifts and stuff. Like, yeah, man. He's like, nah, I don't deserve it, man. You understand? <laughs> like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My cousin was dead too. He like, you cry. I'm like, yo, chill. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, those are my top five. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. If you, anyone listening, you guys have your own answers. That's for you guys as well. Um, but yeah, so hopefully everything is good with this recording because I don't know what just happened there. But um, yeah, pre- once again, I appreciate you joining this podcast, um, showing, sharing, and just being here one night. Thank you so much. We made it happen. I'm glad you uh, responded to my DM and got me on. So I appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> well, so, yeah, till next time, guys. See you next episode. Hope you guys have a great day, a great week, and all of that good stuff. Peace. <laughs>